He's going to ask you for an address. He's going to ask you the place of business. That's why I recommend you hire a company that'll do it for you because they'll become your registered agent. They're the ones that are going to receive the mail. They're going to use their information, their address, and everything so you don't have to have an address in the United States. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. Okay, I am going to talk about how to invest from, let's say, Mexico or somewhere in Latin America, but I'm going to use Mexico into the United States for real estate. Okay, I am not a attorney or I am not a CPA. So this is for entertainment purposes only. Go check with your legal counsel and your legal team and your tax team to make sure that you can do it this way. But this is what I've heard that you can do, okay? So there's four steps on how to move money from Mexico to the U.S. and then be able to invest here in, let's just say real estate, right? That's what we do. Or even business, whatever you want. Okay. Number one, you have to open an LLC. Where do you open an LLC? Uh, People open in Delaware. Somebody could open it in Wyoming. You can actually open the LLC on a website. You can actually go on a website and you can open up the LLC yourself or you can pay a company to open up the LLC for you. What is that going to cost? What is the whole process going to cost? It's going to cost you, let's say, cost you $500. If you have somebody do it for you, be about 500 bucks. It's not bad. If you do the whole process yourself, you might spend, I don't know, maybe $200, maybe a little bit less, a little bit more, but then you have to do all the legal work on your own. And I would not recommend that. I just rather you have paid somebody who's done it before and can do it for you properly. $500 is not a lot of money. So step one again, have somebody or yourself open an LLC in Delaware, Wyoming, while those states, yeah, they're kind of easier states for, you know, for opening LLCs, just better for taxes and things like that for asset protection as well. Number two, what do you do after you open your LLC? So number two, you have to get an EIN or FIN, which is an employer identification number or a federal identification number. So who gets that number, right? It's going to be your LLC. Let's say you name your LLC, oh, billion dollar boardroom LLC, right? Now that LLC needs to have a social security number or some kind of number that attaches it to the IRS and the way you file paperwork all over the country and in your state for taxes and applications, bank applications, you need an EIN or FIN, okay? So your LLC, billion dollar boardroom LLC needs to apply for an EIN and you can do that right on the government IRS website. Type in EIN, IRS, and you'll see, make sure it's the actual IRS or .gov domain because there'll be a lot of other companies out there they will charge you. It's actually free. It's actually free to get the EIN number. You do it right online. It takes five minutes. I don't know. I have like 30, 40, 50 LLCs. I don't even know. Okay. Now, step number three, you need to open a bank account. Okay. You got to open a bank account. It's not hard. Even if you're not a U.S. citizen and you don't live in the U.S., you can open a bank account. There is certain banks out there that will allow you to open a bank account with your business account. Okay. You have a business account, an EIN, right? You'll probably have to provide some kind of international passport. Okay. Valid. And they can open your account online. Now let's go back to step number one right? It's going to ask you for an address. It's going to ask you the place of business. That's why I recommend you hire a company that'll do it for you because they'll become 
your registered agent. They're the ones that are going to receive the mail. They're going to use their information, their, their address, and everything. So you don't have to have an address in the United States. Same thing with your bank. You will use all that information you set up on step number one. And for step number two, for your EIN, you use all those addresses that you put in in step one. That's why I'm telling you, it's better to pay somebody the extra money because you already have addresses and, and names and phone numbers of the registered agent or the person who represents you. It's a company and you can just go off of them and it'll help you make it a lot easier. You don't have to have a location in the US, all right? Number four is you got to fund your account. So you basically wire money to the account once it gets here, right? And then from here, you go ahead and invest that money into whatever you want. You go buy a business, go invest in real estate, and that LLC that you opened up, that'll be an, a taxable entity. That means it's going to get taxed in the state and federal level. So all the money it earns, it'll get ta taxed. Now, I don't know the rules in your country. That's This is a very simple way on how to do it. But say you make a million dollars this year, you're going to get taxed in the U.S., if you send it back to your home country, right, you got to figure out how you're going to pay taxes in your home country. You made a million dollars here. You pay $30,000, I mean, 30% in taxes, which is 300K. You wire back 700K, and then your, your government, wherever you're at, is going to take their chunk of the change. So you need to structure this properly so you don't get taxed to, to death, right? If you leave the money here in the United States, that is awesome because it only gets taxed at the U.S level, right? And if you're investing in real estate, there's really creative ways that even if you make a million dollars, you'll pay zero in taxes. Now there's all this offshore accounts, Cayman Islands, all this other places you can move money from and move all that. Like I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about a really simple way. Okay. On how to open up a business and LLC, how to invest in the U S how you get your money back to your home country. You can get super creative, not to evade taxes, but to pay the least amount of taxes possible. All right, so those are my four tips for you to be able to bring money from Mexico or other parts of the country. Fairly easy, but again, it's for entertainment purposes only. Go contact your legal professionals and your your uh, CPAs, accountants. Make sure that everything gets done by to the point. Like cross every T, dot every dot, dot every I, and it's done the right way and the legal way. Go check out my other videos that you'll see about how to not pay taxes with your LLC that you open up. More step-by-step -step detail on what kind of structure, why an LLC, or you know what you should invest in when you're here. You have your money here in the U.S. You can can you fix and flip a property while you're in Mexico? Yeah, you can fix and flip a property. Can you invest in a commercial property? Yeah, you can do that as well. Can you invest in whatever the heck you want? Sure, you can do all that from another country. Yes, you can. If you have a visa to come to the U.S., even better because you come look at your projects. If you don't have a visa, well, start working to get yourself a visa to get here and look at your projects, but you can pretty much do everything virtually if you have the right team. So go check out the other videos and subscribe and check me out on my social media channels. I got a great gift for you guys. It is my underwriting calculator. That's what I use to underwrite multifamily for a heavy value add. You're going to get a, a great discount because it takes a lot of work. And I have a calculator that'll help you underwrite something that's more stable, a prettier property with videos, not just multifamily, but I also have a calculator for you for mobile home parks, help you underwrite a value add or a property that's stable. I also have a calculator for you for self-storage. It'll help you evaluate a self-storage value add or self-storage that is already stable. And it has videos. We underwrite 50, 60 properties every single week. So my acquisitions team is pretty good at it. I want to give that to you for free 
for following me on the podcast, for being a loyal listener. I want to give that back to you. It's taking a lot of time and energy to put these together. So in that link, you'll see in the show notes, we'll give that away for free. It's actually a deal submission form. You can skip all that and go to the bottom and you'll see the calculators. But if you want to submit a deal to us so we can help you underwrite it, maybe we partner, feel free to use it. Make sure you analyze properly so you don't lose your shirt. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. 